0: Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Today, I want you to meet Edith Eide, a visionary who fought to make lesbians visible in pop culture decades before most others had the guts to do the same. When Eide was 25 years old, she worked as a secretary at RKO Studios, a movie production company in Los Angeles. The job wasn't very exciting, pushing papers, running files around the office. Ide wasn't all that different from other movie company secretaries. Her ambitions were creative, not clerical. She liked writing. She wanted to tell stories. And she had an idea, a magazine for queer women. There was just one thing standing in her way. It was 1947. Those were different times in so many ways. I knew a traditional printer wouldn't dare help her produce something as scandalous as a magazine for lesbians. So when she decided to launch a magazine called Vice Versa, she designed and templated the entire thing herself using her employer's typewriters. She had to do it in secret because under California law, her magazine wasn't just scandalous, it was illegal. At the time, writing or distributing information about life as a lesbian could have landed her in prison. So she carefully cut and copied each issue of the magazine at her desk and then handed out copies in lesbian hotspots around Los Angeles. She wrote under the pen name Lisa Ben, an anagram of lesbian. Wink to those in the know. In 1989, I'd spoke with Eric Marcus for an oral history book, which he later turned into a podcast called Making Gay History she said. It was just some writing that I wanted to do to get it off my chest, and I was a very lonely person, and I could sort of fantasize this way by uh, writing the magazine, you see. I'd also wrote songs and jingles, riffing on popular tunes at the time. If your dispositions gay, be mighty glad you're made that way. Don't frown. Before publications like The L Word, before The Advocate, before Autostraddle, queer women had vice versa. For nine issues, From the first in 1947 to the last in February of 1948, Lisa Benn compiled reviews and poems and articles into bound copies. One staple of the magazine invited readers to share their thoughts and ideas with the magazine editors. She dedicated her work to, quote, Those of us who never were quite able to adapt ourselves to the ironclad rules of convention. Even back then, I'd predicted that magazines like hers wouldn't always be banned and reviled. In Vice Versa, issue number four, she wrote, quote, homosexuality is becoming a less and less taboo subject. And although still considered by the general public as contemptible or treated with derision, I venture to predict that there will be a time in the future when gay folk will be accepted as part of regular society. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Julia Carpenter, who reported this story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, Visit washingtonpost.com slash retropod. Never act as though you mind. If people sometimes seem unkind, keep smiling. Though you may be blue. A quick correction. This episode originally said I'd used her office copiers to make her magazine. There were no copiers back then, though. Thanks to Eric Marcus, who tells us she actually used a typewriter in carbon paper. He says she typed the whole magazine twice, using five sheets of carbon paper each time to end up with 10 copies. Crazy. We also originally said I'd recorded her interview for Marcus's podcast. The interview was actually recorded for his earlier oral history book.